ready for retirement? Do you feel comfortable about your years of retirement? Many women don't feel ready or have some questions that need to be answered. Welcome to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement with Maria Lucasen. We've got some amazing guests and terrific ideas to make sure you are preparing and enjoying retirement. Now, here's your host, Maria Lucasen. Yes, hello, welcome to today's show of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement at the Empowerment Channel of Voice America, the largest radio platform in the world of talk radio shows. Welcome to all my listeners in the United States and Canada, but also in Europe, in France, in Ireland, in Germany, and all I heard also in Australia. Anywhere you are listening to this show live or as a recording, I'm grateful that you are making time for you to find out more about the topic of retirement. It's my great pleasure to present this series of shows and bring subjects that will help you in planning and preparing for the next chapter in life. My name is Maria Lucasen and I am fired up. Besides talking with our guest expert on this week's topic, I also have inspiring wise women words. I have a quote of the week and maybe a resource or some fast action tips. But we talk about all that later. This week we start a little bit different. I want to start right off with introducing you to my friend and mentor, our guest speaker of today, Forbes Riley. Forbes, hello. How are you doing? Yeah, and the crowd goes wild. Ooh, yes. Maria. Yes. I will I'm tell so... you, as 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 someone who has watched you grow and become who you are, and as one of your mentors before all of this started, uh, my buttons are popping with pride and joy and possibility for everyone listening that you are now sharing your life, your education, and who you are with the world. So I am wildly, wildly excited to be here. Okay, me too. I, it's it's a special, special day today. I wanted to do a quick bio. I think a lot of people know about you, but just for those that are abroad and maybe don't know Forbes Riley like we do here in the United States, I wanted to quickly read a, a short bio. So Forbes Riley sure. is the ultimate Renaissance woman. She shines brightly as one of today's most accomplished entrepreneurs, a highly sought-after product author and CEO of a fitness empire based around her signature product, Ha! the spin gym. Yes, I have one. She's hosted 180 infomercials, co-hosted the original SPN what X Games and hosted two national talk shows. She has 25 years experience guest host on home shopping channels worldwide. TV host for outstanding and record-breaking record. She now teaches what she knows and loves. Pitch mastery teaches business leaders, sales teams and inventors. The power of the perfect pitch. Forbes Factor Life is a signature and is heart-centric training designed to help entrepreneurs unlock the limiting beliefs they have been holding them back so they can easily reach their highest potential. And her mantra is, dream it, believe it, 
achieve it. Yes. So that's what she helped me with do here, uh, becoming a retirement coach and a radio show host. And today she is on my show. And what is the topic we will be talking about? It's called permission to succeed. Yes, you don't need permission to succeed, but she will explain that to you. Forbes, why do you think we women are all waiting for permission? Well, I think we're all asking for permission all the time. I think it's how we are educated and trained, and it's probably the biggest disservice that we do to each other. You know, we put each other in school. You have to raise your hand. You're asking for permission to speak. You ask permission to go to the bathroom. You ask permission if you want to have a sick day. And so we train each other to do that. And then in life, we start asking for permission. You know, may I do this? May I do that? And we don't seem to take chances. And as we get older, especially as women, when you're told no, when you ask for permission enough, you begin to believe that things that you can and cannot do. And one of my personal missions is to eliminate that, is to get men and women to begin to be outrageous, to not hurt anybody, but to stop asking permission from people that don't even have any ruling over you and to start making some powerful, bold strides. You know, when I met you, you had a dream, uh, but we're not taking the action because, oh, I don't really know if I have, and it's a, it's meta, a very metaphysical thing. I don't have permission to let my voice be heard. I don't know if I have permission because maybe I don't have enough education. I don't know if I have permission because maybe I'm too old. I'm going to tell you that you don't need permission, or in fact, let me just grant it to you. I don't care who you are, what situation you are in, I'm going to give you back the power to dream. And what that means is to stop thinking and complaining about where you are. Yes, we know there's COVID, and yes, we know there's things that, but I will tell you, there are more millionaires than ever. You want to see magnificence? You ought to see my daughter, 17 years old. She's listened to me talk her whole life. And last night, she did her very first webinar with a product that she has been building for many, many, many months. And in one night, she grossed $16,000. Wow. And she hasn't graduated high school yet. She hasn't gotten a college degree. So maybe you have all those things, but you haven't done that. Let me give you permission to learn how to do some of that. Because that is about knowing that you've got a mission on this planet, and if you say it loud enough and long enough, with enough education and, you know, literally the kind of education you need. So if you want to know what she did, go to Free Gift from McKenna, M-A-K-E-N-N-A. She blew me away. There were 70-some-odd people on the phone. And all the things, Maria, that I have been teaching and preaching, and I personally, as a 60-year-old woman, have struggled way too much and way too long. So I'm on a mission now to get anyone within the sound of my voice to go, wait a second, I'm going to wake up and see what potential I have. And like you talk about, what is the next chapter in my life? And then I'm going to encourage you to write it, to do more than dream it, to tell other people about it, and then to actually let us know when you've succeeded. You having this radio show now is a dream that you, I watched you develop, and I'm so proud of you. But now I look at everyone else and go, okay, what are you waiting for? Yes, exactly. What are you waiting for? Sometimes it takes courage, you know, to stand up for what you believe in and what your vision is. First of all, you need to create that vision first, you know. Many women are in a situation right now. They have worked all their life doing something, and sometimes they might like it, and some people might not like it. 
but the majority has maybe worked 30, 40 years, and now they are in their 50s and 60s and getting tired of work. So what are they going to do when they stop working? And that is the big thing. They don't want to think about it most of the time. So it takes courage first to to know, hey, I want to do something else, and then to figure out what is it that will give me joy, that will give me purpose in the um, in the next chapter of my life. So, and that's where my vision is, where I stand for. That's what I'm talking about to everybody who wants to listen. I won't stop. I can talk for hours about this topic, but that's not a topic for today. Um, we we want to. Uh, um, inspire women to take action and to start thinking about how they can uh, be successful in life and do the things they really want to do um, in life and not what other people think they should do or they think other people think they should do. Does that make sense? One of the things that you need (laughs) to do to make your dream come true is I'm going to grant you like a fairy godmother, now you have the courage. The next thing I'm going to invite you to do is to go get a pad and a pen. Simply a pad and a pen. You all have one. If you don't, go get one. And write down a list of the top 10 things that you want. Literally start saying, I want. I want to travel. I want to have financial freedom. I want. Get all of the things out of your head. And then do another 10. Do another 10 of things that maybe you hadn't really thought about. Like, I want to start an online business. I want to write a book. I want to dance naked, I don't care where. But literally write down things that you absolutely want to do before you die. Wow. Yeah, because at some point we all get to die. That's interesting. So if you haven't gone to Disney World and you haven't, you know, kissed a boy on the top of the Eiffel Tower, I don't care what it is, write those things down and be creative. Because the next part of doing that is then look at the list and pick the top three things and look at them and go, okay, now before... You do anything, I would love you to sit down and then say, why do I want to do this? That's a very important thing most people forget. Because the way to get to the want is to identify the why. So my beautiful uh, fiancé is a bodybuilder, and he does a lot of competitions, and yay for him, right? Well, on January 2nd, he was hit by a car on his motorcycle and ended up in a wheelchair for six months. Now, he likes to win titles, and he's, at, he's in his 40s, and he had one more shot at being in the Arnold this year, and he didn't get to do it. After five months, he'd whittled away to lost 18 pounds of muscle. He looked like a skinny, scrawny thing. If you want to look at him, his name is Joshua Self, S-E-L-F, and he posted a photo of him on Facebook recently, a before photo, where he looks just horrible. And he made a decision. He said, I want to compete in the Arnold one more time. It's eight months away. If I want that bad enough, then I have to get my butt to the gym. But he was still walking with a cane and a great deal of pain. But it didn't matter because he said I wanted it. And the last three or four months, he's been in the gym two hours every day, eating his diet, doing what he does. And he posted another after picture. And he looks pretty darn spectacular because he understood his want. But more importantly, his why. Why is this maybe the very last chance he ever gets to do this? Why he wanted to get his body back and to have a goal like being in a competition gives you a reason to want to get up in the morning when you don't feel like it to go to the gym. And then the why is I want to make my girl very proud of me and not think that she's a loser. So I'm going to go do this. So I don't want to hear the complaints of why you can't do it. You know, he went even though it hurt, even though he didn't know if he would succeed. 
ladies and gentlemen who are listening to this, go do something that even though you don't know if it's going to work out, jump both feet in and go for it. It feels really good when you go for it, even if you don't know how it's going to turn out. That is actually the really fun stuff lies on the other side of your fear. So yes, oh, I don't know if I can do it. I'm afraid. Do it anyway. I am producing my very first award show December 9th because I want to thank all of my students. I want to celebrate. It's been a very hard year for me personally watching someone I love in a wheelchair. It's been really hard sitting in my house for all of these months when I'm used to traveling and being on stage. And so I put this together. I have no idea how you put this together, but it doesn't matter. I called a few friends, told them what I wanted told them why I want it, why it's so important to me. And everybody's gotten together and we're doing it. And we have almost 100 guests. We have sponsors. I never got a sponsor before, but I did because I wanted it. And so I would encourage you on this show and during the time you're listening to me and this beautiful Maria to want something bigger than you've ever wanted before. Write down the why, put down the pen, pick up a friend, tell them what you're going to be doing, why you're doing it, and watch what happens, and then report back to us in a couple of months and let us know how big a win you have created. Yes. That, that is um, so the way how you tackle things that you are afraid for. I, and, and, and I'm honest, I, that's not all every time that I say, okay, uh, I can do it or I go for it. But in meanwhile, I have learned to trust that even if I don't know what the end result will be, I still can go for it. I still can start with the first step and do whatever it takes to make it work, to make it happen. And most of the time, it works out totally fine. And sometimes when you have things in your mind and you start talking about it, and you, then all of a sudden things are appearing in your life. You didn't know that that was going to happen. It, it, it might surprise you and you think, why, how is this happening? But there's a big universe out there and there's somebody that knows exactly what you want and sometimes it shows up right how you have thought about it, but it might also be slightly different, like the radio show. I had been thinking about doing a podcast for I don't know how long. And then the radio show came along, which is a kind of a podcast. We are on all the channels and all the platforms. But yes, sometimes you don't know when and how it's going to happen in your life. So that were really words of wisdom as to yes. women who are just like me uh, at the end of their career and who do not feel really that they have um, something to talk about, uh, something that people will listen for. They don't have the energy. They don't think they have wisdom. They are uh, a little bit... Ah, like that. So what would you suggest they do, except for how you say here, uh, the, make this list? What can they do to change their mind in a way to get inspired? Well, one is to listen to shows like this. One is to stop talking to your friends who are complaining and circle around yes. yourself with bigger dreamers. Now, there yes. is a technique that I'm going to invite you all to learn. 
and I call that pitching. So one of the things that's kept many people from achieving their dreams is that when you talk about it, the way in which you enroll people is not as good as it could be. And that I call pitching. And so if you start, you know, if you're leaving your business and you want to start a network marketing business where you promote someone else's product or you're going to do something, you have to learn to master your own pitch. And Maria, one of the things that I do for $19, it's all I charge on Sunday every week, is to teach a masterclass on this notion of pitching. And I would invite all of your listeners to come join me. Uh, ask, you know, if you want to just look, you know, if you actually, here's how the best way to find me. If you go to Forbes360.com, all of the things I do are there, Forbes360.com. But most importantly, this pitch training. And so what I talk about pitching, you know, I, in my career, I have sold or pitched $2.5 billion worth of product. I have been on home shopping for three decades. I have been on infomercials and it's been wildly, wildly successful because of one thing. I understand the pitch and I also understand how to be the perfect pitcher because I have pitched a lot of different products. So if you understand how to create the architecture of a pitch and what the pitch means is to not sell somebody, but it is designed to get a yes. And when you pitch someone, you don't make it sound like a hey, I've got something for you kind of pitch. No, no, no. You want to excite them. You want to engage them. And you want to enroll them. So for example, Maria reached out to me and pitched me the idea of being on her radio show. So she had to explain to me why it was a good show, why it would be right for me to spend my time doing that, and then ask for my permission to be here. And that's the close. I said, yes, that was the perfect pitch. How many times have you had a good idea? You told somebody and they were like, no, I don't get it. I don't understand it. If you can change and educate yourself into being a pitch master, you're going to get a lot of more of what you want. Do you agree, Maria? Yes. Yes, totally. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> um, well, no, but that... it is an interesting phenomenon. If, you're, if yeah. you're someone like you who might have worked in a corporation for many years, Right. You have to think about the times in a business that you pitched. Did you have to do a presentation with slides? That's a pitch. Did you have to ask your boss for a raise? That's a pitch. But when you're an entrepreneur, let me tell you something. You will pitch every day, all day. You will pitch to have team members. You will pitch to delegate. You will pitch designers for websites. You will pitch new prospecting clients. And when you own this skill, Everything gets better. Yes. Everything gets better. And actually, most of us uh, are pitching, although we don't use the word pitch, every single conversation that we are doing. If I'm talking with friends and I'm saying, hey, I'm reading this book. It's awesome. It's great. It's uh, giving me... Um, I'm reading at the moment Michelle Obama's book. If I would talk about that book, I would be excited and I would be engaging because I can say it, it's her life story and the way how she reads it. I listen it on Audible. I would be able to enroll anybody in doing the same thing, reading or listening to that book. So even in normal conversations, you're always trying um, trying is not the, the right word, really. You're always 
talking to somebody about something you believe in, you are excited about, and that is the way how you can inspire and enroll other people in getting the same vision as you. If they don't get the same vision, well, okay. And I'm going to take that one step further. You said a All very right. interesting point. So you are reading a book. If you tell us about the book and how much you love it and you recommend it to us and we buy it, one, that was a beautiful pitch. But number two, you won't make any money from that. And I'm going to show you something that you may not realize because sure. every millionaire has at least seven different streams of income. And so yes. if you are someone who says, wait, I need one more stream, here's an idea for you. If you go to a restaurant and you tell me how wonderful the restaurant was and I go to it, they don't really send you a free coupon for dinner, do you? But they should. Well, now with being online, every time you do this perfect pitch and recommend anything, you can get paid. That is called affiliate training, affiliate marketing. And I have many different affiliate things. So, for example, if you, right before you want to tell me how good this book is, you might become an affiliate with Amazon. And when I go to buy the book through you, they will actually pay you for that recommendation. Mm -hmm. And if you're not doing that, you are missing out on, you like leaving $100 bills on the floor everywhere. So a lot of the companies that you already recommend and don't realize will pay you to get a customer. In fact, that's what we do. So if you come to take my pitch class on Sunday, here's what I created so that I could help make people money. Once you've taken the class and you tell someone else that you loved it, I will pay you when they come to class. In fact, class costs $19, right? I think, Maria, you've done yes. this. And if you yeah. refer somebody to it, I will give you the entire $19 back. I'll give that their money right Ooh. to you. And then the cool thing about affiliate, because of the way computers now work, is I have tagged that person. So say that person wants to buy something else from me, I will then send you another check that you didn't even realize was coming to you. So, Maria, it's a fascinating concept now that the whole Internet has exploded. Yes. And I know I'm teaching online like many other people. But every week I write people two and three hundred dollar checks. They don't work for me. They don't even know the checks are coming. I feel like a fairy godmother. And all they did was say, hey, I took this class and you would enjoy it, too. So this is the things that you need to really step into this new world and realize that some of the ways that you earn money before, like trading your time for money, working for an hourly wage, is not maybe the best use of your time. It may be okay for a little something, but there are a lot of people like me who will pay you to refer what you already love to do. How does that sound? Uh, I, that is amazing. That's exciting. And I know that that exists, the affiliate marketing, where you recommend certain products, certain services to other people and you get paid for it. And indeed, like you say, um, you might refer just for one piece of a whole spectrum of products or services. And when then somebody chooses to do something else, uh, if, they, if the affiliate system is set up correctly, you would get um, an additional payment for referring uh, that person to that business. Yes. And, and that is a, a great way to get supplemental income for retirement, because many of us will retire and not have the one million in the bank saved for the next 30 years. But we might have to do something at the side to get additional income so we can spoil ourselves a little bit. In, in what we want to do or go and travel maybe. 
So yes, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up, Forbes, because that is an easy way of getting additional income for somebody who uh, might not be anymore in a corporate job because and sometimes uh, we get old enough and we want to get out of that kind of environment and be our own uh, timekeeper again and do what we like to do. So uh, this was perfect uh, to, to help people see that there are possibilities to make money even if you retire from your job. Correct. Yeah. So um, for me, um, the, what I'm doing right now as a, re, um, a radio show host is uh, a way of talking globally and inspiring globally women and let them see that there are opportunities out there even when you are not anymore in your what you used to think of as your career, as the position that you have. You can find different ways. Um, it might be something completely different as being an entrepreneur, although that could be part of it. But there's also other ways how you can uh, shine your light in retirement So and have... Um, Use the permission to, that you give yourself to succeed in, in that area of your life. It's actually something you can use in every area of your life, isn't it, Forbes? You can uh, be successful um, just to be yourself and um, just to be healthy. Uh, you can give yourself permission to do that by doing either exercising, eating healthy, um, maybe take um, vitamins or something like that. I don't know. What do you think helps um, it's to, well, to succeed in life? I think it's life. important to do all of those. I think that as we move into 2021, and I need to go in a few minutes because I'm actually in the middle of teaching a class, but I would not have missed know, this for the world. I think yeah. that you need to take stock of who and what you are, what you want to be in this world, how you can help others. And show up. Um, please don't spend your time complaining or being sad. There's too many beautiful things in life. And if your life is not going the way you want it, the best way for you to get happy is to help someone else. Take the knowledge that you know and pay it forward. Or find a kid as we're moving into Christmas time. If you're listening to this live, there's a lot of kids out there who have no hope because they have nobody, even in America, orphanages and, and homeless. I would encourage you to get out of your own complaining and go help someone or serve someone some food or realize how lucky you are. And once you've taken stock of that, then realize that there's very quick, if you own a computer or a cell phone, you can make more money than you realized. And I'm going to encourage you to do that. There is no reason to say that you're broke. There are innovative ways that don't require much skill, time, or talent, but please don't miss out on that. Uh, I watch my parents suffer. I watch some of my friends suffer, and I'm just not going to stand for it anymore. So I get very proud to say my name is Forbes Riley, and I'm not only the queen of pitch, but of motivation, inspiration, and moving your life forward without permission because you don't need it to succeed. 
But if you do, I'm happy here to grant it to you. So if I just granted you permission to make more money, have more fun, be fit and healthy, and put a stake in the ground and said, I'm here. I'm here and it's important that while I'm here, I have things to do on this planet. And then just go do them. Uh, yes, Forbes, that was so well said. I I love it how you um, made this real, giving people permission to really stand up and do something that they maybe wanted to do for a long time, but never had the courage to do and never really thought that that would be possible. But we are all in an area of our life and an age of our life that we can do things differently, that we are uh, wiser and should be able to do the things that we like to do without having to feel uh, I'm judged by somebody or what do people think about me. But I'm, 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 I'm honest, I had that for a little while too. So Forbes, I know you have to go. I thank you so much for making time this afternoon to uh, talk with me about this show and to inspire me as well as all other women and maybe men who are listening to the show about how you can give yourself permission to have to do the first well, I love step. you, Miss Maria, and I'm going to give you and your audience a very, very big hug. Have a wonderful, happy new year, and I will see you soon, my darling. Reach out to me later about the Excelis, and I cannot wait to connect. Yes, Bye, I will do so. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Bye. So we are going to make a little break, and after the break, I will be back with you all to talk a little bit more about retiring and the challenges that could come up for you. So um, I uh, hope you enjoyed this first part of the show. I'll see you back in a few minutes for the second part. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you been wondering, is this all there is in life? You've been a good worker year after year. You've checked off the boxes and retirement is near. Or maybe you've been forced to take early retirement. These are supposed to be the golden years, yet it feels empty. You feel all alone, questioning your life direction. Or maybe you've experienced a medical scare, or find yourself caring for elderly parents, or kids who've moved back home. You're unmotivated and passionless, left pondering what you're going to do with the next chapter of your life. You're not alone. You're in the discovery phase. As retirement expert Maria Lukasin says, it's time to step into freedom and fulfillment so that you can live your best years yet. First, you've got to learn to adapt and thrive during uncertain times. Find out how by getting your free next chapter assessment. Just click on the banner at the host page or email Maria at MariaLukasinHQ.com. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
you are listening to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. To reach Maria Lucasen, her guest, or the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send to Maria at marialucasenhq.com. Now, back to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Yes, hello again, ladies. Welcome back, and I hope you enjoyed the first part of the show with Forbes Riley about being intentional, finding uh, permission to do the things you want to do and not wait for somebody else uh, to say, hey, um, I think it's a good idea. If you have an idea, just go for it and see what happens. Uh, Don't think too much about it. Don't think too long about it, but just start with the first step. And if you need help, there are many coaches out there that are happy to help you to figure it out. So if you like the first part, then um, let me know. Send me an email. Even if you like the second part, you can always send me an email at Maria at marialucasenhq.com and I would love to hear your comments. If you have questions, feel free to ask them so I can respond to them in the next show. And if you are listening to the radio show on one of the podcast channels like iTunes or iHeartRadio, then give us a five-star review if you liked it so that we move up in the list of podcasts and there are many more people that can enjoy the things that we are talking about on this radio show. So normally I would have started this show with having the affirmation for this week. So I'm going to catch up on a few of the things that I usually do at the beginning of the show. So first of all, I wanted to give you the affirmation for this week. Well, an affirmation opens the door. It's a beginning point on the path to change. In essence, you are saying to your subconscious mind, I am taking responsibility. I am aware that there is something I can do to change. When I talk about doing affirmations, I mean consciously choosing words that will either help eliminate something from your life or help create something new in your life. Affirmations are like seeds planted in soil. Poor soil, poor growth. Rich soil, abundant growth. The more you choose to think thoughts that make you feel good, the quicker the affirmations work. So, as always, I like to um, talk a little bit about last week's show. And last week we talked with Millen Livis, and she was a wealth coach, somebody who helped see, uh, see how you can get, become financially independent by doing a certain way of living as well as a strategy on how you can invest money. So she had a nice resource and you could get it at gift from Millen. Dot com. It was an uh, investor kit for um, a basic 
uh, starter kit really for somebody who never did investments. So that is uh, something I wanted to recommend one more time to you that if you are still uh, thinking about how you can finance your retirement more as what you have saved right now, that would be an opportunity for you to find out um, what she has prepared, what one of her favorite documents is to do this. So what I wanted to talk with you about now is really a little bit more about the topic of retiring. And um, many of us, we know that um, it's, a, it's a new fact of life and it's not just a date that you choose that you're not going to work anymore. It's uh, something that um, is an, a new period of our life, really. It's considered a phase of our lives, then rather just a couple of years, what it used to be, say, 30, 40 years ago, when our parents were retiring. And the latest statistics indicate that most people who retire now can look forward for decades. Yes, I always say 25, 30 years easily because many of us, the average age is 87, 88, but that's many times you hear of uh, people that are 95 or over 100 years old. And personally, I always say I want to turn 100 years old and be in good health, mentally, physically, emotionally. And of course, 30 years is a long time. So you need to have a kind of financial plan. But that's not really the most important thing in life because the financial plan will allow you to do much or less, depending on how much you have. And um, if, if you only are looking for what you can afford travel-wise or the house that you can live in, um, if that is what is going to make you happy in retirement, then it might be a little bit um, narrow in a way. Because I think retirement is not just traveling and living in a nice a big mansion, if that is what you want. You can create a retirement that is happy, that is blissful by doing other things in life that give you joy, that give you purpose and that uh, help you to grow. Because in a way, you are never too old to learn. I am a lifelong learner and I think everybody will agree with me that there's so much that you can learn out there, not just a technology thing or what Forbes just taught about with affiliate marketing, if you never heard about that. But there is so many other ways that um, life keeps changing. And uh, there's always something new going around that you never heard of. And the world is big. So if you think that you have seen it all, then you have not been to certain countries yet. And the television is not the same as going in real life. And th there is ways of doing that too. So um, if, if you are not sure what retirement means for you, then um, it is different as what it 
used to be. You have to start planning for it because otherwise you might retire and you might not know what to expect. And now with the COVID-19 situation, I am on Facebook and I'm a member of several groups there and I see posts from women who retired because of the COVID-19, who were let go or who were in a profession and they didn't want to go back because of the uncertainty about the virus. So teachers, nurses, but also people in office jobs or uh, in, in other positions as an administrator or a secretary, they all had to retire at some time and they were not prepared because it came way too early. They were still thinking, okay, I want to work another two, three, five years before I want to retire. And that is, if you then start planning, then it's good. But if that is not the case, then you might uh, be saying goodbye to all your co-workers and friends at work and your first couple of weeks probably will be really, really nice because you can sleep in and you can just relax and do whatever you want to do. No more commuting to work and um, you don't have to be there at a certain time and you can just do whatever you like. If you want to sit in your pajamas all day, you can do and you can eat whatever you want to. If you don't want to cook, then you make it easy and have uh, just a salad or something. But what I want to say, after a while, I think that gets boring. So and that is one of the comments that I see for many that they have to adjust to the situation of all of a sudden to have all this free time and not just all the free time. Many are grieving a little bit because they lost who they are. Because when you are at work, you have a certain position. You are a nurse, or you are a teacher, or you are a manager. And for that, there is a certain status that goes with it. And if you would go somewhere else and you would introduce yourself, you would use that as a way of saying, hey, this is who I am. But now all of a sudden, you can't use that anymore. So you need to find a new identity. And many people don't see it coming, that that is one of the consequences that is happening if you retire from a job. Um, besides that you need to look for your new identity, you might also lose some of your connections with people that you interacted on a daily basis. Um, if you were a part of a, of a team and you might have friends among your co-workers because you were talking with them about anything that was important in your life till that moment. And all of a sudden, they are not there anymore. They have their work to do and you are home. You are off. So if you were going for lunch together, um, they might not go for lunch anymore or if they go um, they will talk about different topics as that you are interested in and if you say okay it's a Tuesday afternoon I would love to go to the mall and do some uh, shopping 
they might not be available because they are at work too for for that reason so things in that respect are changing too the people that you were interacting with most probably will not be there when you retire so depending if you have a spouse then he's there of course and the, if he retired with you then you both can do uh, lots of things but if he's still working and you are the only one at home then he's not there when you want to chat with a cup of coffee uh, with him so that's another part of retirement that many don't realize is going to happen that you have to find other women or people in your life where you can talk to, where you can do things with on a, on a regular basis. And I know that is not so easy, especially now in the COVID-19 situation where we really can't go out for that kind of things, where a lot of the meetings on the meet-up groups, for example, are all uh, stopped because nobody wants to get a gathering of people together, of a larger group of people, and creating uh, an environment that could uh, let the virus spread. So, a couple of questions. If you are thinking about retiring, these were a few things that I wanted you to think of. So it's not just a financial side, but there's a few other areas. If you want to make a retirement plan where you need to uh, look at. So questions that you could ask yourself. And that doesn't matter if you have retired already and say you are at home now and you have not made your plan, it's good. It's a good time to start thinking about it. And if you still are working, it's a good time to think too, so that when it happens to you, you are ready, you are prepared. So first question that I suggest you ask yourself is, what will you do with yourself? Are you the type of person whose identity is defined by your work? If so, who will you be when you retire? So if that is the case right now, like I explained earlier, then maybe you need to look how what you do um, for a living right now, how you can transfer that into your retirement. The next question that you might want to consider is, do you know your wife or your husband, your family? Have you spent all your time working to provide for your family, but now do not know who they are. It is time to change this. And that is something that now with the pandemic happened quite a bit that um, because everybody was busy living their life, working, going with the kids to um, games and um, all those busy, busy activities, uh, people didn't know anymore or didn't have a chance to connect with the other person in their life. And then now in the pandemic, nobody could go anywhere. So all of a sudden, people had to adjust, families had to adjust on uh, who is who and um, also be open to see and say, okay, we need to make this work. 
um, how can we do this? How can we uh, be more open and receiving and being adaptable to the situation and maybe also being considerate that we're not all the same, but we still can live together. So that's something you might want to think of. Friendship in retirement is critical. Keeping your old friends and learning how to make new friends. Yes, for many of us, the art of making friends ended in the elementary school. Ha, that's a long time ago, isn't it? At the moment, most of us make friends where we work. And if we move to a different state where we work, we usually make new friends. Or if you are an active person, you might go and do yoga. And maybe there is somebody there who you like and where you can have a coffee with. And maybe you develop a friendship. So there are ways to find friends even if you are older. Yes, you might have a passion too that you have never been able to pursue before. So that is one of the big things that I encourage you to think of if there was anything in your childhood or your teenage years that you really wanted to do, but for some reason uh, you were directed either by parents, by teachers, to go in a different direction of your life. Then maybe this would be the time to think of picking it up again. And maybe if you liked gardening, go garden. But um, if you like to make photographs, then do that. And if you are now uh, thinking, okay, I love to work with animals, maybe there is something out there who um, don't have all the qualifications. And it's never too, le too late to learn something new. And it doesn't have to be the highest position possible. So uh, what I encourage you to do, if, if you are stuck here and you don't know what it is, then start making a list, like Forbes said, of things that you are curious about. Ten things, get it in a, write it down in a journal so it is with you, especially if you are not yet retiring. It might help you in five or ten years when the time comes around. Then you can look and say, oh, I heard about this five years ago and I liked it. I got curious about it, so write it down. So another thing that I like to mention is don't compare yourself to other people um, because you can't keep up with the Joneses. You have to be happy with what you do. So what everybody else thinks is their own situation and has nothing to do with how good you are. So in our time of life, we probably should have that wisdom that we can say, okay, we don't need to really consider what other people think about us. But I know it's not so easy. There's always mind chatter going on. So, um, yes, I would love to finish this with a quote. As always, I have a quote. And the quote that I wanted to give you is from Caroline Mace. And it goes like this. When you do not seek or need approval, you are at your most powerful. And I so totally agree with that quote because that will uh, that tells me that you can do anything you want without getting any approval from anybody. 
And uh, Forbes is uh, really somebody who encourages you to do whatever it is that you think will make you happy, uh, no matter in what time um, that is. So now I'm thinking here. I talked about the affirmations, huh, but I didn't give you the affirmation. You see, I got really distracted here because I wanted to talk about retiring. So after all this, my affirmation for this week is I have the power to create all the success and prosperity I desire. So I didn't want to let you go in a few minutes and you wouldn't have an affirmation for this week that resonates with the topic that we talked about. So I have the power to create all the success and prosperity I desire. And I'm just saying it empowers me to believe in, in the things that I do. So I hope it resonates with you. you liked what I talked about just now. I am a retirement coach and I do a radio show. I have a Facebook group for women and it's called Women Seeking Blissful Retirement, just like the show. So if you are on Facebook, feel free to reach out and join us. Um, we are still a small group, but I hope we will be growing bigger and talk with each other. Questions we have thoughts that we have or things that we want to do. So if you would like to uh, have a conversation with me about your retirement, uh, when you're in retirement right now, when you have retired already, or when you're planning it for next year or two years, then please click on uh, the link of um, one of the banners and it will get you a free resource that helps you do an assessment. And once you have done the assessment, I would love to talk with you about that and see where you are and how we can change this for your future. Next week, there is another show at 2 o'clock again. And my, sp oh, next week's speaker. Um, Next week, we have a uh, recorded show, so I will not be live next week. Um, I, so I can't tell you what the show is going to be, but in December 4, we are back, and we are talking to Mary Beth Franklin about social security issues. So I thank you all for listening, for being on the show today. I wish you all well. I wish you all a great week. And if you are in the United States, a happy Thanksgiving. And see you again in two weeks' time um, in December uh, with a new show. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Your host, Maria Lukasen, will return with another show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll help you enjoy better retirement.